0: I'm Alexandra Kreis, and you're listening to Outer Travel in a Journey. Journeying now for 30 years into the life and practice of yoga, I have met many who have taken interesting turns, went past extraordinary bumps and reached unexpected places. People with whom I shared conversations about everyday struggles, intimate realizations, larger questions, ideas, and dreams. So today I'm passing on the mic to one of them so we could hear and celebrate the wisdom in people's differences and experiences. Hello, a very warm welcome to Outer Travel in a Journey. Once more with me, Alexandra, and my current guest is Victoria Übecker. Hello, Victoria. How are you? Hi, hello. Good, how are you? (laughs) Good, thank you. It's May and we're looking out and it's so dull. How's it like in in Innsbruck right now? The sun is shining, actually, and the
1: the trees are green already. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's very tempting to look out there. And I always think like, oh, I'm going to go out. It's blue sky. And then I went out this morning and what happened was it was so breathing you know i was like i can't sit outside here as <laughs> planned. anyway um just deviating from introducing you sorry dear listener well victoria uber is currently obviously uh, in innsbruck which is in austria and she is um or she has specialized in holistic interior design and this comes because she combined her love for dancing but also for yoga and the interior spaces and the expressions they can bring so yeah what brought you there victoria what did you make you know know, what
1: brought me to interior holistic interior design Mm. um i'm born and raised in south tyrol which is in the italian alps and um actually there's a, a story Um, from my childhood that I could start with (laughs) Um, so basically when I was um, two and a half years old um, we were taken away from when I say we I mean my sister and Mm -hmm. I we were taken from my parents because they had some mental health issues going on at the time and um, luckily my grandma she stepped in and said hold on I'm going to take those girls and I'm going to look after them Mm. And she lived in a beautiful big house that um, belonged to her own mother. And when she died um, due to some heritage issues that wasn't split correctly or uh, in an unfairly way, we ended up in um, a very, very old horror house in the middle of a beautiful Tiny little city. You have to imagine there's um, like this picturesque city and there's this one old building that really you can imagine um, the the Adams Family house, but in brown rather than black. And it had this Mm. big uh, old wooden door that you had to kick in and you had to go down a few steps. And it was all dark and moldy. Mm. And it had five uh, five, steps um uh five levels and we lived in the attic yeah um and just every time i had to hit that door on the on the ground floor to get up into the attic this feeling this energy just uh, this angst this scaredness came over me and and i had to run all the way up into the attic and um, after a few years we moved out of that house and I, uh, I realized now, today, that this building ha- had such a, a strong energy that made me feel um, very um, anxious as well. I always had this feeling of a little man chasing me when I was going through the staircase. Mm-hmm. All the doors were locked and I just mm-hmm. realized today, because not that as when I was a child, but today, that the, the buildings that we are living in, um are so important how they are designed and what story they are telling and um it just the general the general make of them um, either supports you or can restrict you a lot yeah. because i also took the, all those angst and fears that i accumulated in that house mm-hmm. out into the social life that i had wow
0: that, yeah. naturally so I, I totally relate to that and uh, first of all just to clarify how old were you when you moved into that house do you remember what I age was you about
1: were? Uh, six five or six years yeah yeah I had yeah. Simple, I mean we also
0: lived in an apartment house you know and I also had like really big issues around the basement stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, like we had to always go down and do the washing in the basement and we had to do, and my mom would send me frequently down into it. So I know Mm -hmm. what you're saying. Sometimes Mm -hmm. um, buildings have their own kind of energy. It's not even like, I also heard people talking about like the inheritance Mm -hmm. of the inhabitants of the building is also Mm -hmm. an energetic effect, but I liked how you started off like that it's kind of designed to tell a story or to make you be in a certain story. Mm-hmm. And I do that even with a mu- museum here in Berlin. There is a Jewish um, museum where they're trying to really walk you through the space as an experience the Jews had in mm-hmm. Nazi Germany in the war when they're kind of been collected and put into um, the, the different containers and where they kind of sh- were shipped with, you know. So, yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. relate to your fears and how that kind of like, if we, if we don't have healthy counterparts in our lives outside, mm-hmm. how we kind of keep carrying that into, into the yeah. other life. And that really drove you to then do dancing or. Uh, yoga? Well,
1: um, no, the death that was, that's my, my personality really. Yeah. And um, um, just to finish the story also that when we moved then into that other apartment, the, um, the angst and the scaredness that I had just disappeared over the t- over time. Oh,
0: okay. so I went
1: into this new home and I felt the new the, the how how differently the whole surrounding felt, and I was able to sleep through the night again. Mm-hmm. And um, that was quite that was quite interesting to for me to to look back at when I was studying and um, um, all those different. Uh, also yoga and um, yeah that was quite interesting to to look at it from that perspective then how how quickly it can change as well yeah. just yeah yeah so what you're
0: saying is like you know change your environment and so you can change your mood and you can mm-hmm. can stabilize your mood I totally feel like that you know like if yeah. we moved into this really big apartment that is also on the top floor but with a lot of windows and there was mm-hmm. that idea of spaciousness in here you know like we were totally in awe when we saw it first and Mm -hmm. I spoke to somebody about the move because I wasn't quite sure it wasn't really in my line of finances at the time Mm -hmm. you know like it would have been like a a big interruption and she encouraged me to to look at the possibilities I would create from there so that Mm -hmm. the flow comes back you know into my life and we decided, my husband and I decided at that point, we wanted to explore life a little bit more artistically. And so that space has really given that uh, to okay. us. Yeah. Good. And that changed a lot for me. You're right. I totally believe in manifesting your life through the spaces we live mm-hmm. in. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 Oh, keep telling. Keep telling. What happened next? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, I started studying interior architecture really I, I, nobody really thought that I would ever study interior architecture or interior design, anything like that. Mm. Everybody knew I'm creative or I knew I'm, cre- I i did not really know I, I was creative. But <laughs> uh, just mm. over over the years, that was something that um, uh, I, 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 I had this gut feeling. I have to go abroad and I have to get out of the mountains and see what's over, over those mountains. Mm-hmm. And so I went to Dublin and I started um, studying interior architecture and it was tough it was very tough it was a tough um course to study um yeah and so then i started getting into yoga as well mm. to to get this balance a bit uh, more uh, between sitting on a desk and working day and night i had basically no social life because i'm just that person that wants some when they start something they just get into it a lot yeah. um and so I started uh, yoga with you, actually, <laughs> back in Dublin. Yeah. Exactly, that's how we know each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just a whole new horizon opened up for me. Everything just made more sense to me. Uh, all of my projects in college, some had um, this holistic um, connotation to it. Like All the projects that I chose were either... A holistic center or a cultural center or a yoga studio. Yeah. So, I really got into studying all those from the very, very beginning, all those mm. topics from the very beginning. Mm. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of my way of getting into the, the interior design and then the holistic um, branch.
0: Let's go a step back because
1: mm. I think.
0: I'm very curious. There was something you said about the yoga and the, the quality it brought to, the, uh, to your life, which kind mm-hmm. of connects me always into my wisdom. but I'd like you maybe to spin it off from your side first. Mm-hmm. you know what do you think really happened when you started to see life differently because you were engaging with your body in that
1: mm-hmm. way? Yeah, it's so important It was such such an important time of my life because I I at the time I was like a little hamster in a wheel that just did, and then with yoga this pause that is so necessary to actually to be able to create from the heart and to reflect and to create something with meaning you have to stop and you have to be with you and sit with you and deal with yourself basically. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that stillness and the busyness, these two compounds, you know, that we, um, that make our life move forward. We like, like as Westerners, we think of trajectories, like you say, you know, you become, fixated on results so you work 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 because you mm. think you're on a trajectory you're on a target you're going to
1: move mm-hmm. forward
0: like that like an arrow uh, uh, arrow and of course we do like you know when you watch it in fast motion you see something mm. moving forward like that but uh, in fact the arrow would be swinging you know like everything mm. in life and these pulsations and yoga in particular. Um, that comes from tantric yoga you know are called spanda which means con uh, contraction and expansion and to me contraction and expansion always reflects the polarity of life in mm-hmm. in a sense of like we cannot always just go 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 open 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 but we have to come back mm-hmm. home you know like you cannot just open and study and work and work and work and be out there But you have to kind of bring it home into the Mm -hmm. interior space of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and there to develop to see what can you um, keep and what do you Mm -hmm. need to throw out. And I think exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what I'm doing with my clients then as well, where we really start on focusing on what they really want. So we go inward, we sit down. We, depending on the client, obviously not everybody wants to meditate or do yoga or dance. To sit down and 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 figure out what the the core feeling is of what they want to experience when they're at home, uh, of each individual room, and we go back and forth. So we basically starting maybe with the hallway, and we 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 start in in. in even vision boarding, and um, we, we start in in, in um, sitting down, and then creating, and then mm-hmm. coming back to that feeling again. So it's as you say, it's expanding extraction, and we do that really with every room. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. It's, yeah. So de- think- de- decluttering is one of yeah. the first steps, really, after. Yeah. Um, doing the big vision where we go inward first and Mm. then declutter where we would have three boxes the first one with all the stuff that definitely has to go away the second box with all the stuff that we are not sure about and then the third one that it definitely has to stay but we can't keep it at the moment because we know it's not supporting us in in the way Mm. we would want us to support Mm. at the moment yeah,
0: that's a very kind of famous sorting technique, but I'm yeah. sure you're also familiar with uh, Marie Kondo, right? She has mm-hmm. that uh, in or out kind of sense. Yeah. of And I was just thinking, I once saw on Netflix the show that they also produced around what she is doing these days, you know, and to me, having studied uh, energy in people in front of me, mm-hmm. you know, like I could almost like um, to me the sense is there if somebody is doing a a prayer you know i can see it immediately and when she comes into the house and bows down and honors Mm -hmm. the house Mm -hmm. i mean it's so clear that she's doing that and it's coming back to that idea what you said you know like once you made the inner space the stillness in you she she allows there to become stillness to the entire Mm -hmm. place so the space can talk back um are you using her techniques as much as the previous one you mentioned? I don't even
1: know what name um, it is. Well, I'm not using really any techniques. It's more, oh. it's one on one with the person. Hmm. So it's very individualized, depending on the person and what the person wants to go through as well. Yeah. It's never really about me or or what I want to create or what Trent is currently in or what the mom mm-hmm. or the dad said we should do with the space. It's mm-hmm. always going back to the person that wants to feel in a certain way and wants to create certain habits in the room or... Wants to experience or wants to um, dignify certain elements. Once I, um, I helped the woman, she had all these newspaper articles from her dad who ba- died years back. Yeah. So we decided to create this big um, art piece of it and hang it in the hallway so where mm. people come in, they can have this first uh, contact uh, part, and talk about it and um, dignify his, her dad as well. So it's always very personal. Every, yeah. I think every home should look completely different to to the next person's home. There's because everybody has different ways of experiencing and expressing, and yeah. So it, there's and not really a technique and yeah. how they want to be guided. Yeah, That's where yeah, we started, exactly. You know, yeah. with your yeah.
0: experience that the the way the house was designed, it was kind of bringing terror to your very own. Yeah, society, you know, and. <laughs> It mightn't have to to somebody else's um you know, maybe uh-huh. some people can live with that, they can just shut shut this all off and just go down the hall and kinda not see yeah. it. My
1: sister would be like that. She yeah. she wasn't terrified by that house. <laughs> I yeah. was. Yeah. And and that's so
0: significant to be like um as we were talking about um that one of your main bases is like to say my home is my castle Mm -hmm. you know like that Mm -hmm. that's one of your mantras you mentioned before the show Mm -hmm. um i totally relate to that and this story that i went through came to my to my head this morning Mm -hmm. where um where I have been also living in Dublin and I came from this uh, spaciousness of Germany, where you can afford, you know, where you could afford because of the rental laws and everything to live in a quite attractive space. The more you Mm. earn the, you know, like the bigger Mm. the space becomes, of course, I went through all the other things like everybody with little money. And then I moved to Ireland and suddenly the money I made wasn't equivalent to what you could rent. And Mm. It was such a doom and gloom time for me initially, like you, you know, like I would find an area where I want to live and think how attractive it is, and then all I could afford in this area was the most ugliest place, obviously, yeah. you know, like <laughs> something so rundown. And and um, but I found my little niches, and then I met uh, somebody through yoga, uh, to, through the yoga teaching course, and. He invited me home, and that was the first time I felt like I was really landing in Dublin because I have the same base mantra. You know, my home is my Mm council; it's my place of protection. I need to Mm -hmm. recenter, recalibrate in it. And I came into her house, and I couldn't believe it. This is a proper house. People love living here. You can play music here. You can cook there. There's a Mm -hmm. room where we all gather, and where there's creativeness. There's a room Mm -hmm. where you can retire. You know, like. It had all that kind of beat, uh, you know, the different beats of that Mm -hmm. um, to it. And that I really clearly remember as a landing part in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And I think that was always been detrimental for me to look out for when I started moving around a little bit more again after I left um, Dublin myself, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a similar experience in Dublin with all the small basement um, apartments, (laughs) Definitely,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah and of course when you can't afford to look you're not going to look closer you know that's also healthy I wanted to say um, yeah. to those out there you know who live in spaces that, and they kind of wish they had different spaces but um, I wonder is there something Victoria one can do you know like even if you li- live in Let's say like you, you have an experience, you come into the house Mm -hmm. and the house might not, you know, like the hallway, the public hallway might not be what you're looking for. What could you do maybe
1: to your own space? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's plenty of things, for example. Well, if you you think about, uh, let's get as an example, a rented apartment in Dublin, which is Mm -hmm. usually quite damp and uh, small and obviously already Furnished because that's just the way it is in Dublin. A, mm-hmm. lot, of, a lot of them are already furnished. furbished. The main thing is really anything that you are adding to the place should be of natural of, of, of a natural material. So trying to get away or staying away from plastic as much as possible. Plastic has has not a, a nice feeling to touch. So you mm-hmm. you the more the, the more time you spend inside and connect with plastic is um, it's not very healthy and mm. um because realistically if you think of it we are spending 90 percent of our lives indoors mm-hmm. and if we bring that piece of nature indoors we are reconnecting with with that sense of 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 quietness of um of of naturalness of of ourselves really and it it helps us, us quiet down and and um yeah, bringing as much as nature as possible, I would say, and getting rid of all toxins that are already pre-existing before you move in. Mm-hmm. How so, do
0: you do that? Uh, what what do you mean uh, particular by that? You know, toxins are they in the, are they in the walls or are these toxins? What, what yeah, the they toxins? can
1: be in the walls in form of mold, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. in the carpet. Um, mm-hmm. the carpets usually are a a big pool of bacteria (laughs) um, especially if it's a a rented apartment Hmm. Um, the ventilation is very important as well trying to ventilate the space a lot of times during the day Um, and and then you can once you did all that outer shell all that outer um, as much as you can obviously if you're buying a place Mm. there's much more you can do to it Mm. Um, yeah and then what 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 are you bringing into the space yeah which is um, very important in terms of the all the little things that you're buying thinking Mm. of um, equipment that you can lo- use for a longer period of time where they have natural a natural feel to it mm. so um, uh, for example if you're buying um, washing liquid washing up yeah. liquid it can be um, liquid not in a plastic bottle like this it's 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 all the smaller things really that your eye sees and then even subconsciously your are you're creating this little bit of, of of anxiousness sometimes in yourself that you don't really know where it's coming from or you have, for example, when you walk into the um, hallway, you have a little set up a little bowl where you put your keys in just this mind decluttering and, and knowing everything has its place. Yeah. Um, it's just very helpful. Yeah, 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 I love it. And is there You know, um, I
0: heard you, well, we introduced you as a holistic interior design. Is that um, something that's out there as a branch? So can people who would be interested to maybe get a little bit more help on that level and are not in Innsbruck or Ireland where you work for?
1: It has um, become more and more popular now over the years. Um, when I started uh, college, there was like little connotations everywhere. and now, but I think it's, it's a reflection of, of the general, um, the zeitgeist at the moment, yeah. that uh, it's just becoming more and more popular and people are more and more into um, how they live and how, how the surroundings can support them. And yeah. there's definitely a few holistic interiors interior designers out there that can help you all o- around the world yeah by now I think yeah
0: and like I mean okay Marie Kondo does uh, she calls her you know like she does magic cleaning so mm-hmm. she kind of goes through this idea of creating space by cleaning up and you talked about this as well a little mm-hmm. bit you know like what do you keep and what do you take take out, what's the next level to that from your perspective?
1: Yeah. So you would, so once we have that, we really have this blank canvas where we can step into what we want to create, what, in what area we want to be supported. uh, um, What visions do we have? What is important or what values do we want to portray a bit better in the room mm-hmm. and i really think that we we are our home and all the walls they are creating one big vision board yeah and yeah. i uh,
0: we're coming back to the vision board because that's a lot what i do with people you know like I, I have several courses and coaching courses around ayurveda and yoga but on the level almost like you do it what how do you design your life mm-hmm. and The one thing that is always kind of, uh, for me, the most important thing is the vision part, because, Mm -hmm. for example, if you want to design your health, redesign your health, you know, you could go and say, like, yeah, I want to get rid of the cigarettes or the sugar or whatever it is that's bothering you right Mm -hmm. now, or I want to get, you know, more fit if you don't have a vision around how you want to come out of that, you know, you can have all the willpower you want, you know, but <laughs> it's not going to carry you
1: through. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm hearing you say as well. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All those, all those rooms, setups, all those pictures that we are putting up the wall, they are very, very important and they are supporting or not. It, it can go, go, go both ways. It yeah. can be very distracting as well you can have a picture of your um ex somewhere on the on the wall and it can keep you from thinking about other stuff you know that it can go both ways so it's really important that we see all of our walls um as as a as a as a place where we can put our visions on yeah
0: yeah and totally and i we had this vision for this apartment like it should be a little bit like a jungle we wanted to get as close to nature as we can in the big city here and we bought all these plants you know and then they kind of started growing and then i started to get really in my way because i was also teaching yoga and i was pushing plants suddenly around because i needed wall space for it and mm-hmm. it, it got really kind of hectic and um then there was that part when also when the pandemic started to arrive, you know, and we we were living suddenly in this apartment and it was more used than it would regularly mm-hmm. be, yeah. you know, yeah. and that makes then also makes you notice how your um, apartment is designed. And a friend of mine who's also, also an architect and used to live in Dublin, she's now here in Berlin with me. He had this idea of bringing all the plants together as a wall. And that's mm-hmm. how we created safestness within, you know, creating a room. And that mm-hmm. is what you're seeing a little bit behind me, yeah. but also, you know, like we created, we created, we took the plants all away and it gave some of the part of the apartment again a little bit more clarity. And these little things, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. do so much, you know, you just have to have somebody who has the idea. So I was really lucky to. To have her around, and I didn't know that you were mm-hmm. doing this.
1: I could have asked you otherwise. <laughs> hmm. yeah.
0: Okay.
1: yeah, with the pandemic, I think every like there has never been a better time to reimagine your home than yeah the, at least the first lockdown and anything that is wrong with your home, you know it now after the first lockdown.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I saw a lot of people running to the only place where we could go shopping here in Germany and that was the Baumarkt you know like where mm-hmm. you DIY shop where where you could also get plans and do shelving and all that restoring mm-hmm. your home it was, yeah I think quite fun to see that yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> yeah. hmm. it's nice to to do do it yourself as well I think to yeah. actually build that wall yourself or that piece of art it has a much different energy than just buying it off the um, off the shelf somewhere. Yeah, yeah totally.
0: Um, final words, Victoria? What
1: would you give
0: to the listener as maybe a gift of mm. insight or advice on their homes, on their lives?
1: Just keep decluttering. <laughs> keep decluttering. Um, try not to possess it all and let it go. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You're ready to let it go and know that the most important things stick with you, right?
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I found. Thank you very much for your time and coming to today's me. shows and introducing us to the subject. Um, and yeah, much luck to... You, Victoria, became recently a mom, so she is stuck in various projects right now. <laughs> yeah. So have a good time with your newborn uh, or your, yeah, and your family in Austria. Thank you very Italy. much. <laughs> Thank you, Alexandra, for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. See you next and hear you next week. Bye. Ooh. If you enjoy listening to my podcast, please consider to become a patron at patreon.com slash alexandrakreis and pledge your donation.